you really want that balance. And it's like, well, we need to really be phasing back and forth between this anabolic and catabolic phase. And he says that that's essential for slowing down the aging process. Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and check movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 165 of the Biohacker Babes. I am Lauren tuning in from Maryland, which is so weird because I've been away for three and a half weeks. This is wild to be back in front of a microphone. And I'm looking at Renee, who I just saw quite a bit. I miss you. (laughs) I miss you too. I'm sad. Summer's coming to an end. I feel like I got to see you a lot this summer. You were on the West. You were on the best coast for a while. It was pretty awesome. I was on a different coast. <laughs> okay, no, I had a really good time. We just came from the biohacking conference in Los Angeles, which was amazing and inspiring and overwhelming and fulfilling and <laughs> enter all the adjectives there. Tiring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm feeling it this week, but I'm 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 a little sad that it's over. I know. I know. Mm. It's the same as Burning Man. The second it's over, I'm like, can we just go right back? (laughs) I'm actually excited that next year is in the conferences in June. So it's not a full year away, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's true. That is exciting. So we just wanted to share some takeaways and some highlights from the conference. A lot of you were there, which is amazing. And actually was like one of the coolest things for us is meeting all of you, uh, whether we've met before or not. Um, some of you actually know a really good handful we have not met. And that was just so beautiful. And it was just always a wonderful surprise to be greeted with open arms and uh, meet you in person. So we do a lot of the talking and we don't hear you very often. So we don't always know who is on the other side listening. So Thank you so much if you were there and you introduced yourselves to us. It was so, so awesome to meet you. Yeah, it was amazing. So many hugs and so many new friends um, and hope to see you all at the next one. That's great. Yeah. I know we talk about community a lot and I'll tell you why it's really important other than just shoving community down your face because it's, you know, health purposes. But I think it's really important to feel like you belong to something. And if biohacking is something that is, you know, taking you into a corner away from people, if you have a hard time explaining it to friends and family, this is just such an amazing place to connect with other people and feel like you belong somewhere and have a tribe that can support you in your biohacking and your health journey. So if that's you, and if you haven't been to a conference yet, or you haven't met us in person, this is the best way to connect and meet so many like-minded individuals. I think a lot of times you can feel like, I'm the only one that eats healthier. I'm the only one that tries and certainly can be lonely. And, um, not only can you feel connected and not feel alone, but I think it's just inspiring. We learn so much from being in community. And Renee and I say this a lot, like we're both educators, but when I'm in a group or a circle of people, the amount that I can personally take away is just incredible. So I just want more of this and 
coming out of Burning Man and then the biohacking conference. It's just like, I'm on such a high from being around individuals that share the same values and practices. So that's an invitation. Come to the next one. (laughs) Yeah, I will say like a lot of the people I met, especially at lunchtime, like lunch is always great because they serve you this amazing organic lunch and it's a great time to meet new people because you kind of just grab a seat at whatever table you can grab. And I mean, I was talking to some people that were just biohackers because they had a health issue and they got into it for themselves. I met fellow podcasters, uh, functional medicine doctors. I mean, just like the whole gamut, you know, you don't, don't feel like you have to go to the conference or like you need a podcast to go or something like, no, there's like, everyone is there. with any interest in any background. So yeah, you met my client and how crazy is that with the thousands of people that are there? Yeah. Yeah. I sit down and I'm talking with this gentleman. He's so nice. And he's telling me about his health journey. And then he's like, Oh, and I have a level CGM and my levels nutritionist really changed my life. I'm like, do you know, Lauren Sambatero? <laughs> and it was your client. So crazy out of like what 1800 people, what are the chances I sit next to him at lunch? Yeah. So wild. Well, that was meant to be, you were meant to meet him, but that oh, is for sure. strange. There's a massive ballroom and not a lot of people go into the ballroom to eat lunch. So that was yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think really the best thing about this conference, obviously there's amazing speakers. There are a lot of things to be learned, but for us, the best thing is connecting and having conversations with other people. And actually, I kind of prefer that because I'll watch the replays later and I plan to do so. I, you know, and just talking to Renee before we hit record, I was like, oh gosh, I didn't sit in very, very many talks this time. But there were just so many opportunities to connect and learn from one another. And we ran into Chef James Berry, who created Pluck, the organ meat seasoning company. And when did we do our podcast with him? Could it have been a year ago? In the last year. I want to say at least a year ago. Okay. Time flies. And we've never met him in person. He was like, it feels like we're meeting old friends after connecting on Zoom for the last few years. So, you know, the time is now. It's just more important than ever. But yeah, I would say that's the biggest takeaway. But we're going to go through some of our notes from our lectures, from some amazing speakers. And then once the replays go out and we have a chance to dive even deeper, we'll do another addendum to the recap. Yeah. I will say, I really appreciate that they send out the recordings because I used to always be the person at the conference that would just like jump between ballrooms and get all the lectures. I would come home with like a journal full of notes, but now, especially since the pandemic, I'm like, I can watch that when I'm sitting at home by myself and you can't have the conversations later. So that's pretty awesome. They offer that. And no offense to the speakers, but sometimes, you know, it's really hard to gauge your audience. And I think they do a pretty good job, but sometimes the lectures end up being a little more on, I don't know, is the remedial side the appropriate word? And then sometimes they're super high level. And I would prefer to online be able to pace myself and, you know, go a little bit faster if I want or skip through things if it is something that I've heard. And sometimes you get stuck in a ballroom and it's not the right pace for you. And all you're thinking about is all the things you're missing outside of the room. So yeah, that's uh, tough. <laughs> I think we did have that spectrum. There were some speakers where I was like, great, this is awesome. As a recap, I've heard it before. And then, you know, and there was Dr. Ted from Troscriptions where I was like, oh no, is there going to be a test on this afterwards? This is just so, so high level. But wow, what an amazing, amazing presentation about GABA and all the pathways and the receptors way over my head. Yeah. I didn't know how much I needed to know about GABA. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. We'll kind of come into the middle lane here and talk to you about our favorites. You want to kick it off, Renee? Yeah. Well, I would say on the topic of Dr. Ted, so Dr. Ted, he also started prescriptions, which you all are familiar with. You know, we talk about the blue canatine, the methylene blue product. They also have their Trocalm, which is, that's where he was kind of going with the presentation is their Trocalm has this specific type of GABA along with some hemp and kava to help calm the nervous system down. I would say a big takeaway for me, because yes, a lot of it was over my head, was that a lot of the GABA products, they use vitamin B3 to get GABA across the blood-brain barrier where you need it to be to function. But for some people, vitamin B3 can be really stimulating. So some people take the GABA and B3 before bed, and then they're like, well, why am I wide awake now? So you actually want to use a specific type of B3 and be really careful in what products you buy. So if you've tried GABA and had that happen to you, I would say maybe try a different product like the Trocalm. So that was my big takeaway. Yeah. And just a lot of drug interactions, which that takeaway is know yourself, know the personalization, know what else you're taking and what environment you're potentially bringing a supplement into, because it's not going to act the same way in every single person, just based off of biology. And then you add environmental factors, all the other things you're taking. Genetics. Do your research before you fall into that marketing trap of this is going to solve your problems. Like no map it out for yourself. And if it gets complicated, too complicated, hire a coach. But wow, he had a very long list of interactions. I was like, wow, if someone didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, I was snapping photos during that one. (laughs) Good reminder. Good reminder to own your health, take responsibility and really be on top of what you're taking. Great. Next up, I got to see Dr. Chris Shade speak. Ah, jealous. Yes. He's one that I just can't miss live because I know it will be half a comedy show and half very educational. (laughs) (laughs) He's for one. Yeah. Like he, I mean, such a scientific mind, but he explains it and shares it and you're laughing at the same time. You're like, how is this even possible? You know, we're talking about autophagy and laughing at the same time, but he, he finds a way. So His main lecture was about his three-month age reversal program, which is through his company, Quicksilver Scientific. It's literally just a kit you buy for three months, and each month you're switching it up. So month one is more about detoxification. He says, you know, taking out the trash is so important for anti-aging. So you, most of us are like, Ooh, NAD peptides, all this stuff. And he's like, if you still have the trash, none of that's going to work. So phase one is month one, taking out the trash. Month two is more cardiometabolic. And then month three is more of like the high level NAD anti-aging aspect of it. But anyway, so he shared, they did a really cool study. And one of my friends was actually in the study. I remember this a year ago. They used the true diagnostic age test, which you and I just did through Clockwise. So if you didn't hear our episode with Dr. Zagoni about Clockwise, we share our true age results on there. So anyways, they used that before and after, and the results were astonishing, what they did in just three months as far as reversing aging. And they also looked at the true age pace, which is not just what your biological versus chronological age is, but how fast you're aging. So it's on a scale. I think it goes from like 0.4 to above one. Obviously, you want it below one. That means you're aging less than one year at a time, which is what you're doing chronologically. So they also use that and had amazing results. Oh, and then also he talks a lot about the anabolic and catabolic. So again, you know, anabolic is more of that like building up. A lot of us think of like the bodybuilders eating high protein diet versus catabolic is more of the cleansing, the detoxing, the autophagy 
um, maybe doing plant-based for a little bit kind of thing. But you really want that balance. And that's what we've always said on the podcast. Like people go hardcore plant-based vegan or they go hardcore high protein. And it's like, well, we need to really be phasing back and forth between this anabolic and catabolic phase. And he says that that's essential for slowing down the aging process. And he even makes a joke how uh, some of the anti-aging research, they're looking at people that are maybe not living their life to the fullest, but they're living past a hundred. And Dr. Shade's like, I don't want to be this like sexless crippled person that's not even having a single drink just to live till I'm 200. He's like, I want to be like the blues brothers car where I drive hard. I drive fast. And then the second it stops working, I'm gone. So he's a little dramatic about it, but I can appreciate the idea of kind of matching your health span with your lifespan. So. Oh yeah. His motivation for life is just turned up. And I mean, he's created some incredible products because he's really kind of put himself to the test because he does like to go out and enjoy himself. And so he does then have some good supplements for taking out the trash. I mean, his liver sauce, my hands down, my favorite liver support out there. Oh yeah. Here's him. We had some liver sauce together at the conference, which was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. He definitely created that with himself in mind. And He even said when he first heard about the research about calorie restriction being like the number one thing to slow aging, he's like, sounds great. I'm going to go to my lab and see how I can mimic that. (laughs) Cause he was like, I don't want to reduce my calories. So he literally went to the lab and was like, what nutrients mimic that? And he discovered, I mean, a combination of things, but like resveratrol and quercetin and a bunch of others. And that's what he put in his products. Amazing. So smart. So is he modifying the age reversal program based on your true diagnostic test or is the protocol the same for everyone and then you get some lifestyle tips? It's the same protocol for everyone, same three month box you would get in the mail kind of thing. But yeah. And then he says always the lifestyle things are going to complement that. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to that one. Who's next? Well, Dr. Stephen Gundry did kind of a similar vein of of, a lecture with anti-aging. He talked a lot about mitochondrial uncoupling and you can probably fill in some gaps for me, Renee, because I think I missed part of it because I had to, I had to, um, I thought I left my phone at the ARX booth. So I ran out and, you know, everything's so far away there. It's like, oh, I'll be back soon. (laughs) But he has a book, Unlocking the Keto Code. And he talked a lot about how to uh, extend health span by uncoupling the mitochondria. And he had some cool analogies about different animals, like really small animals. Most, like most birds have a very high metabolic rate. They burn calories really quickly, which is actually going to reduce lifespan. The only exception was the hummingbird. And he talked about how hummingbirds use polyphenols to uncouple their mitochondria. Yeah. Cause hummingbirds with their high metabolic rate, they also have an extremely high amount of oxidative stress. And we know that's a big driver of aging, but you're right. They use the polyphenols. Did he say why? Why what hummingbirds? Yeah. Why they have high oxidative stress. I think it has to do with their, the rate of their wings. Wing flapping. Wing (laughs) flapping rate. Renee is is moving her hands really fast. (laughs) Like what is, what is that? I'm trying to think of, I'm not sure the technical term, but they're (laughs) wings (laughs) flapping. Yeah. I mean, if you look at a hummingbird, just look at that like metabolic process to be able to do that is pretty crazy. I mean, just like humans, right? When we do extreme exercise, we have more oxidative stress, right? That's just how it happens. So they're is, able is to- Is the same as chronic cardio, the wing flapping all day long? I think so. Yeah. You might as well be a hummingbird for that. But yeah, so using the polyphenols, and I thought he was funny saying 
he must have said mitochondrial uncoupling like a hundred times. And he even apologized. He's like, I wish there was like a more fun, sexy term, but unfortunately that is the scientific term and we have to use that. He also traced that back to everything. He said, why does fasting work? Why do ketones work? Why do, oh, this was interesting. Why do spices work? Any kind of spice that you're using in your cooking in the kitchen. He says, why do all of those work? It's all mitochondrial uncoupling. Hmm. So at the end of the day, it's like, oh, it's something so simple to help us live longer. But yeah. everything does that. And chocolate? Chocolate was one. It just, some tables got a chocolate bar. I was at the back table. There was no chocolate bar for me. I missed out. I think that's actually why I came into the room. I mean, I love Dr. Gunter. I listen to him talk all the time, but I heard there was chocolate. I was like, I'm here. <laughs> and I didn't that's find That's why chocolate. you showed up. Yeah. Sorry, no chocolate and for you. I also came in at the tail end of his talk about coffee. What was he saying about coffee and polyphenols in relation to Dave's coffee, danger coffee? Oh, I missed that part. Oh, okay. We'll get back to you on this. He made a comment about the coffee. Well, we know coffee has polyphenols, but I think there was something maybe about Dave's coffee in particular that's worth mentioning. I know Dave's new coffee, danger coffee, is supposedly even cleaner than Bulletproof. So I don't know if it's higher polyphenols as well. Okay. To clarify, the biohacking conference is led by Dave Asprey, who used to be involved with Bulletproof. He started Bulletproof Coffee, which is now pretty much a household name. He is now separated from the Bulletproof company and he is his own thing. He owns a lot of companies, but he now has his own coffee brand called Danger Coffee. And that's what we were drinking. You get all the free danger coffee that you want. It's basically the same butter, MCT, emulsified in the clean, mold-free, mycotoxin-free coffee. And I drink a lot of it this weekend. I'm sure you were not the only one. They were always busy at the coffee bar. Yeah. So we'll get back to you on that detail about the coffee and the polyphenols, but mitochondrial uncoupling, I am assuming you're going to start hearing that a lot more. And if you don't know Dr. Gundry, he is a a pretty fantastic resource to dive into. All right, ladies, are you feeling stressed or maybe even like totally overwhelmed by life right now? Or maybe you're having trouble sleeping or maybe it's hard to lose weight. I hear this all the time. People say, you know, I feel like I'm doing everything right, but I just can't get the scale to move. So if any of this resonates with you, I really want you to think about magnesium. You've probably heard us talk about this on the show, that magnesium is involved in hundreds of different processes in the body, but one of the main things it does and why it works so well is it helps to calm your nervous system. This is why it makes us feel happier, more relaxed. We sleep better at night. It also plays a role in regulating blood sugar and blood pressure and also helps us to burn body fat. Men, please don't stop listening. This is for you too. But for women especially, magnesium also plays a big role because of things like PMS. Also during pregnancy, we can use magnesium to prevent high blood pressure. And then also women that are dealing with menopausal symptoms, magnesium can really play a role. And women, as we age, I hate to say it, but we really have to focus on maintaining our bone density. This naturally declines as we age. There's many ways we can support this, but magnesium is just one of them. So women, please, please pay attention to that. 
Another scary fact is that up to 80% of women aren't getting enough magnesium. And guess what? When you're stressed out, you burn through more magnesium. So you can see how it's kind of a vicious cycle back and forth, right? This is why we're always super excited to share with you that Bioptimizers has a product called Magnesium Breakthrough. It's really a game changer for magnesium because it's the only full-spectrum magnesium supplement and it has seven unique forms of magnesium. Plus, they put all the cofactors and other nutrients you need in there to enhance the absorption of the magnesium. Pretty awesome what they're doing. And guess what? This month, when you order the magnesium, they're including free bottles of their full line of digestive health products. This is while supplies last, so make sure you jump on it. But free products. And I know you've heard us talk about their digestive system products before. We've had Wade on the podcast to talk about it, but this is a pretty amazing offer. So definitely don't miss out. The special offer is only going to be available at magbreakthrough.com slash biohackerbabes. You can also use the code biohackerbabes10. That'll get you 10% off any order. So magbreakthrough.com slash biohackerbabes. I will also put the link in today's show notes. So definitely check that out. And let's get back to the show. We also heard Dr. Mercola. He was back again. Last year, his lecture was, whew, I think I was like crying by the end of it. It was pretty powerful and moving, but it was great to see him back, especially all that he's kind of dealt with through the pandemic. But Mm -hmm. um, I feel like pretty basic stuff. I would say like high, the highlights were saunas, comparing the research behind Finnish saunas, far infrared, near infrared. And he was saying near infrared is really where we're getting most of the benefits. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people in the audience were like, what about far infrared? Oh my gosh. So that's good to hear from me because my sauna does near mid and far, and I can change it depending on what I'm looking for. But it's interesting. The weight loss is mid and far infrared, but pain and inflammation is near and mid. Hmm. So I think more to unpack there, but if you can get a full spectrum sauna, I think that's the way to go rather than just the far infrared. Well, I think inflammation was on his spreadsheet, not weight loss from what I can remember. Oh, oh yeah. Of I'm course there's about, different applications. Right, right. I mean, in my sauna, I can, I can pick what I want. Yeah. Methylene blue. He didn't really say too much. He was kind of like, go read my article. So if you're not getting Dr. Mercola's newsletter, definitely go sign up because he sends out three amazing articles every single day. And then they disappear after I think it's 48 hours. Yeah. Unfortunately. So get the email, read it that day, and then it'll be gone. But methylene blue just talks a lot about how powerful that is for, especially for antiviral properties, mitochondrial boost. You know that we're a big fan, hence the blue tongue photos. That's the methylene blue that we do. And then the last thing, dangers of linoleic acid. He drove that home last year too. So chicken and pork being the worst offenders as far as animal protein. Of course, vegetable oils, you all already know that, the dangers of that, and then nuts and seeds. But I I personally think in moderation, like I think that those can be healthy. I think if they're, you know, mold-free, they're organic, you're not overdoing them, you know, you're getting still enough omega-3s to help balance that out. Yeah, but I think it's a really good reminder. I just know I have a lot of clients using the CGMs that in efforts to reduce their glucose excursions and go kind of air towards a lower carb lifestyle. Not that we're trying to be super low carb, but like a lot of us are in carb excess. It's really easy to turn to nuts and seeds and suddenly we're eating like birds and not getting a good variety. So yes, like you said, quality, but maybe diversify that a little bit. Like fill in your other fats in a different way. You don't need to eat nuts and seeds every single day. 
make sure you have some olives or some avocados, avocado oil, olive oil, coconut products, if that floats your boat, some animal fats. Yeah. Variety is key. Always. Yeah. Always. I think my favorite part about his lecture was talking about vitamin D, which is something he spoke about last year. He lives in Florida and he's super tan. I'm like, oh man, it's like outside exercising, walking and on his bike all the time. But he challenged himself to raise his vitamin D levels just from the sun alone, not taking any oral vitamin D. And so he really drove home the importance of getting outside at solar noon. So like 12 to one or 1230 to 1:30, getting outside and getting as much light exposure on your skin as possible. And he did that. He got his vitamin D levels to a hundred just from being outside. That's crazy. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think about the fact that our ancestors weren't taking vitamin D supplements, mm-hmm. they were just outside more. Yeah. Yeah. But just really prioritizing that time. So you can't just walk outside at 10 a.m. and like get your vitamin D. And that's why we love that D Minder app because it is going to calculate the UV index. But if you don't want to be so specific about it, just get outside around lunchtime. It's going to be the best time for you. Yeah. What were we going to say about Vegas? Oh, since I moved to Vegas, my vitamin D has been high and I don't supplement with it. So, but I'm going to be a little more mindful about the time. I guess I usually go outside around lunchtime, but I'm going to pay closer attention to that. Yeah. I might have to block that off of my calendar. It's my solar noontime. Don't bother me. Yeah. (laughs) Vitamin D window. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, Dr. Mercola is always just such a pleasure to watch and he's just making amazing waves in this space. Um, Oh, and I just wanted to add, because I felt the gasp in the audience. And I felt this last year when he said, like, don't eat chicken. People are like, don't eat chicken. He's like, you can have chicken. He owns chickens. I think he has like a dozen chickens. But you have to make sure that chickens are eating good food, right? Right. Um, And he gives chickens the the best of the best. So again, know where your animal sourcing is coming from. And certainly you're going to get different cellular instructions based upon what that animal was eating and the environment that they lived in. So that's all. That's the takeaway. Yeah. Especially chicken and pork quality is so, so important. I've been loving my wild pastures meat. That's super clean. What have you had? That's good. I've had the chicken. I had some pork, (laughs) chicken and pork. There you go. Uh, The filet. I had like a Taco seasoned beef, ground beef, made tacos with that. Everything's been really good so so far. Nice. I got to get on that. There we go. All right. Let's shift a little bit. So I heard Dr. Michael Bruce and Dr. Dave Rabin speak together. That was kind of fun. They did a little uh, duo and they did a really nice job kind of sharing the space, going back and forth until we got to the Q&A. Then Dr. Bruce was like, move aside. <laughs> but he's... Oh gosh, he's just so smart. So I get it. He like has to talk, but they started on the basics of sleep, how we are all designed to sleep. So if you have this narrative in your brain that you can't sleep or you're a bad sleeper, they really wanted us to understand that we are all designed to sleep and they've never like both of them and their sleep clinics and studies and and work have never seen someone with like truly broken sleep. There's always a way to get someone back to adequate sleep. And we're supposed to be sleeping a third of their lives. And they did mention that. I think that's worth mentioning a hundred times over. Like sleep is really, really important. 
Dr. Bruce got into some helpful strategies. If you can't sleep, like if you wake up in the middle of the night, he was like, do not get up to pee unless you like really, really have to pee. He's like, don't pee your bed. But if you just get up and you're like, I'll get up and pee because I'm awake. He's like, do not do that because the one thing that's really going to prevent you from going back to sleep is a heart rate increase. And if you're getting up, walking to the bathroom, your heart rate's going to naturally elevate. And so you're making it so much harder for yourself by standing. So he said, unless you really, really have to go, stay supine. And he's really against any uh, any compounds that would potentially relax your system, things like cannabis or any supplements. He said breathing is actually the best thing to do. And he mentioned four, seven, eight breathing, which I thought was really helpful. Mm. And he's the sleep chronotype guy. So his name doesn't sound familiar to you. He did the power of when quiz, puts you into the four categories, bear, dolphin, lion, wolf. And he's very honest that he's a wolf. I love hearing this about him, that he's just naturally a night owl. He stays up kind of late, but his circadian rhythm is so strong and his sleep is so efficient that even though he stays up later as a wolf, he can still wake up really early because the time he spends asleep is just so high quality. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, that's the goal, right? Yeah. So, you know, he was kind of busting the myth around the eight hours, you know, he's like, it's kind of different for everybody. No, your sleep chronotype. And he said, just because you're a night owl doesn't mean that you have to sleep in necessarily. Hmm. Again, it's a know yourself situation. Know thyself. And that's so interesting about don't get up to pee because I definitely find when I do get up to pee and I get back in bed, then my mind is like a little more active. And that, so that makes sense about the heart rate. But sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I feel like my bladder hurts because I have to pee so bad. I'm like, oh, oh you I, should go. Don't I should pee go. yourself. <laughs> I'm like, this can't be good that I'm waking up like this. I'm probably guilty because I drank too much water the night before, but. Oh, it's the hardest yeah. thing. We all get so thirsty before bed. But yeah. Certainly right. have changed my mind about, oh, I'll just get up and pee because I'm awake. I'm going to see if I can stay. Right. Do you yeah. really have to? Okay. Yeah. All right. Good advice. He also kind of busted this myth about that afternoon slump that we get in the afternoon, like 1 to 3 p.m. He kind of made it sound like it doesn't have to do with your lifestyle choices or your food. He's like, there's a melatonin surge between 1 and 3 p.m. You're supposed to feel sleepy, which I'm not sure I totally agree with. I think there definitely are some other things we should be looking at. Obviously, circadian rhythm, food choices, you know, are you having too much too many carbs or sugar in the morning? Are you just not eating the macros that are right for you? Are you getting light exposure? Are you getting movement exposure? But I think the point is he's he's saying that's a natural occurrence to have like a little bit of a melatonin release. Right. And after why morning. why would we have that melatonin release? That, that is time? a very good question. Okay. Like there must be a reason for it. Unless you live in Spain and that's your siesta time. I don't know why else you would want that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a reason to slow down and take a little time out, not push through the entire day. I'm not going to fight you on that one. But yeah, like ancestrally, I don't know. Hmm. Let's have a on the podcast and we'll ask. Okay. I will say Dr. Rabin didn't get as much in because Dr. Bruce was super chatty, but Dr. Rabin is the one that created the Apollo, which is the wrist strap that delivers gentle pulses. 
It can strengthen your parasympathetic nervous system. So if nervous system is out of balance, if you need to downregulate or if you need to upregulate, get some energy, it can do that. And the idea is that those pulses kind of feel feel like the human touch. So it should feel like a hug or it should feel like a hand on your shoulder, but then also it's acting on the nervous system to give you whichever direction and simulation that you need. So Renee and I don't have a lot of positive experience with that, but I have some clients that swear by it. So it could be a cool thing to try. You just wear it on your wrist and you can wear it all day. And if you need that again, up or down regulation can be potentially helpful. Yeah. I'm wearing mine right now. Oh, what? Let me see it. Well, it's on my ankle because I let a friend borrow it and he stretched the band out so much that it doesn't fit on my wrist anymore. So now I have to wear it on my ankle. So I only wear it at home because it looks like I'm on house arrest. Okay. (laughs) I can't say I've really felt anything, but the vibration feels nice. So I'm going to keep wearing it. I think for anyone that is just kind of high stress and go, go, go throughout the day, if you just need a little, like little tap reminder to slow down and breathe or again, the other simulation, if you need it. Yeah. I think that's great. Worth a try. All right. Who else did we hear? (laughs) This list is quite short. I heard Dr. Kelly Serrett, my mobility hero. And I told him that, and he gave me a giant hug. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. So he is a physical therapist. He wrote the book, Supple Leopard. And he's just, I've been following his work for so long. He does a lot of mobility work. So, you know, increasing the health of joint capsules and he does like a lot of flossing and he just has some really incredible exercises to increase the health of our, our physical body. I was pleasantly surprised, actually, maybe not so surprised that he didn't talk so much about mobility. One of the first things he said was, stop walking around the tech hall looking for a magic solution. Like none of this stuff is going to fix your problems. He's like, what are you going to take home? What are you going to do consistently? That was his big message. What are you going to actually integrate into your life? Stop trying to pick up all these tools and tech and toys and stuff. What are you going to actually do? So he really drove home the the importance of some kind of morning routine. He said, most people start their day and they're just not going to get their movement in later in the day. So if you can carve out 10 minutes, Mm. he really was kind of vague about what to do, which I appreciate. It's like, know your body, know what you need, do something. Um, But he just kept saying that. He was like, when is this going to fit into your day? He also, in his practice, they follow the 800 gram challenge, which I had never heard of. Have you heard of that? No. What's that? There's a hashtag 800 challenge, which is trying to get people to eat 800 grams of fruits and vegetables a day, which sounds like a crazy amount. But the whole idea is that you're, we're not being so dogmatic about food. They say, stop eliminating, start adding. And what he said, what he liked about it is that if you fill up on these fruits and vegetables, which it's going to be a lot of fiber, you're less likely to eat ice cream. He also was like, I have a banana in my bag. And before you all judge me, maybe bananas aren't so bad bad for you. You know, in this movement towards lowering glucose and everyone has a CGM, we're afraid of fruit and carbs. He's like, I eat bananas. Take that. (laughs) That's hilarious. I'm not going to (laughs) die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all relative. So how how much fiber would that be? Any idea with 800 grams of fruits and vegetables? I don't know. He didn't give a number. And, you know, of course it depends on what exactly you're eating, but right. Right. Okay. I like that idea. 
Yeah. And I can see the call for that because the people trying to lower carbs and going more keto and eating a lot of nuts and seeds, you know, or like eating so much protein and fat. What about the polyphenols for the mitochondrial uncoupling? Wow, that is a very long phrase. You sounded British for a second. (laughs) Yeah. What about the fiber? You know, what about all the micronutrients? We're so focused on the macros. What about the micronutrients, the instructions for your cells? They're going to help with anti-aging, longevity, energy, sleep. So it sounds like very basic information, but I'm like, he's telling all the truth right here. (laughs) 10 minutes in the morning, eat your fruits and vegetables. Don't be so strict. Banana's not going to kill you. What are you going to do consistently? I was like, I love you even more. (laughs) (laughs) Most people need to hear that over and over again. So I appreciate that. Yeah. In contrast, he is behind this product called the H-Wave, which I used several times this weekend. You know, he's saying like, don't get sucked into the tech call. But he had, this was a new device for me. I think if you listen to us a lot, you know my experience with NuFit. The device is called the Newbie, which is essentially stem using DC current, retrains your muscles to get out of fight or flight. You use it for rehab or for hypertrophy training, like bodybuilders use it. I had, my my piriformis was kind of strained and just pulling. It was like super tight and I couldn't get it to unlock. So I went to the new fit booth and had one of their practitioners work on me. Didn't really help me. I mean, this is like what application is right for what day and you know what's your thing? Didn't feel any better. I went to Age Wave and immediately felt better. I was like, oh no, I gotta buy another thing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I just wanted to explain to you what it does. So same stim pads, and you're hooked up to a very tiny machine and just has two knobs on it. You can dial up the intensity and it's non-fatiguing muscle contraction, which then stimulates lymphatic drainage. So you're allowing the site to kind of open up, increase blood flow, oxygenation, take out the cellular trash, right? You create space for that waste removal and then regeneration. So I thought that was really cool. You know, he's sitting in a lecture saying, don't get stuck in the tech hall, but then he had my favorite device of the whole weekend. I'm glad you got to try it. And it's pretty small, right? Very small. Mm -hmm. And much less expensive than the newbie. Yeah. Anyways, I just thought that actually kind of coincided with what Dr. Shade was saying. Like, if you're not taking out the trash, what are you doing? Mm, yeah, good point. So I don't have the H-Wave. So this morning I got on the rebounder and maybe I'll do some zippy squeezy later. You still have plenty of good gadgets over there. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. I'm bummed that I missed hearing him speak. He sounds like a really cool guy. Well, you heard Dr. Shade at the exact same time, right? Oh, that's why. Yeah, yes, the idea divided was divide and, and conquered. <laughs> well, I will listen to the recording. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Did we get to everyone? I think. Yeah. I'm going to share some of our expo hall takeaways. Sure. I would say to kick it off, pluck, like Lauren mentioned at the beginning, Chef James Berry, who was on the podcast, the Oregon, se- Oregon meat seasoning, two new flavors garlic and spicy. And I put spicy on top of my fried eggs for breakfast yesterday and delish. You told, you texted me that. And I forgot that I tried it at the conference on top of that dairy-free ice cream that they were serving in the same room. How was that? Amazing. I know it sounds a little weird, but I picked up, I had a little, 
I think it was a peanut butter, and I actually can't remember what the base was, but a dairy-free ice cream. Walked over to Pluck. Yeah. And James was like, try this spicy organ meat on top. And it was really good. It was like a sweet, salty, savory treat. It was amazing. Wow. I remember on the podcast, he was saying, you can put it on anything. Well, I I will double down on that. Yes. All right. There you go. So not sure about the garlic with the ice cream. Mm. Yeah, maybe but, maybe not any of that. <laughs> but the spicy, good. Yeah. At the table, he had samples of, I think it was cashews and then coconut chips that he had put the put the organ meat seasoning on. And he's so funny. He's like, I can't put out popcorn because Dave will get bad. <laughs> and I can't oh. put out chickpeas because Dr. Gundry will get bad. <laughs> like, oh, pretty gosh. safe with cashews and coconut and it actually was delicious on coconut so if you want another option of something to put it on coconut meat strips really really good Mm. but i love pluck i will put it on almost anything because you get all the seasoning so rather than putting pulling five spices out of your cabinet you're getting like an array of flavors and you're getting the organ meat supplementation which for me i just can't make the organ meats i make it and then i waste it because it's just too much and Definitely cheaper than supplementation, though some people really, I think, should definitely invest in the supplementation. Definitely a good hack. Yeah. Hey, biohackers. We just have a quick interruption in today's episode to tell you about something that is a game changer when it comes to blue light. So, you know, we talk about blue light exposure a lot on the podcast and how we really want to be getting outdoors, getting that natural blue light exposure, especially first thing in the morning, right? That's going to help get us energized and focused and increase our natural rise in cortisol for the day. But unfortunately, a lot of us are sitting inside on computers and tablets and phones and TVs, right? And we're getting all this artificial blue light, which is very damaging to our overall health, but especially for our eye health. We don't want to be straining our eyes all day with this blue light exposure because it can cause long-term damage to our eyes, but also like that eye strain, maybe you've experienced headaches or blurry vision or just that mental fatigue. So a really easy biohack for this is to wear blue light blocking glasses during the day. And that's where our friends from Felix Gray come in which I am wearing right now. Not that you can see them because you're just listening to my voice, but they're nice because they just look like normal glasses. So if you don't like the crazy amber looking glasses when you're on your work calls or whatever, this is a really great option to protect your eyes during the day. Yeah, I definitely feel a difference and I am wearing my glasses as well right now too. I feel a difference when I do not wear them. Despite my best efforts, I am a a magnet to the sun, but I also have Zoom calls on my computer all day long. So I often can't get the balance of indoor to outdoor light like I want to. And if I'm not wearing my glasses, I do start to feel that fatigue, maybe brain fog, which I think a lot of us jump to, I need more sugar or I need more caffeine. Well, it could just be that your brain is exhausted from staring at blue light. So I think this is a really, really easy biohack that we should all be implementing if you are victim to these modern day stressors, like being in front of your computer, or even if you're on your phone a lot during the day does not hurt to try. And what we love about Felix Gray is that they're making some pretty stylish glasses. I think traditionally, a lot of the blue light blocking companies were not really going for fashion. And I know that's not the most important thing. We just want to block the blue light. But that was a big commitment for a lot of people because 
you look a little bit different at nighttime. And I know I like to wear mine in the airports and on airplanes. And so I'm just really grateful that we are moving in the direction that we can look like we're just wearing normal glasses or glasses that, you know, fit our face and we have different styles and frames so that we can look stylish, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And they've also gone one step further. They have prescription glasses available. And I remember when this first came out on the market, the blue light blocking glasses, especially like dad, he would wear his like reading glasses, prescription glasses, and then wear his blue light blocking glasses over it. And it's like, we've got to fix this problem. And Felix Gray has done that. (laughs) And their lenses actually filter 15 times more blue light. So that's really how it's helping our eyes. And you can see true color despite the lens tint, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And the tint, it's actually built into the glasses. If you get really cheap ones on Amazon, you'll notice you could actually scratch the color off of it, which is not, hopefully you're not going to sit there and scratch at them, but you could scratch it off. This is built into the lens. So it's a really high quality. And I feel like these are going to just last me forever. They're awesome. Yes. So if you want to check out these awesome glasses, you can head over to felixgrayglasses.com slash biohackerbabes. Always easy to remember that, right? Biohackerbabes. Excellent. Let's get back to the show. Salt? The salt booth. They were right next to Pluck. So I'm sold on this. I've been like looking for a new salt. I've felt like something was missing. You know, you hear all these rumors about what's going on in the salt industry. And then I talked to the woman that started Oryx Desert Salt. And I was like, done. How much is one of these grinders? I got it. (laughs) So it contains all the essential natural minerals, trace elements, but it's from a sustainable area in the Kalahari Desert in South Africa, which is where she lives. So she was comparing it to all the other salts. So she said Himalayan salt, amazing, but it's not sustainable. And in today's world, we need things that are sustainable, right? And then she said all the sea salt on the market, there's crap in it. There's either heavy metals, there's plastics, there's you know, your next door neighbor's pharmaceuticals that are getting into the ocean, you're eating that and your salt. And then she said a lot of the salt grinders too, like that, the little plastic lid on them, she says, you're actually grinding little bits of plastic into your food with your salt. So Mm. she also has a different type of grinder on top where you're not grinding away at the actual (laughs) container. It tastes delicious. I mean, I love salt on everything. I'm a salt fiend. So happy to hear that it's clean, sustainable, all the minerals I'm in. Amazing. I didn't buy any because I was afraid I could not get one more thing home in a suitcase, but I have the sample packets. So I'm going to try them and probably order more. Nice. But yeah, yeah, I like that. That was the benefit of driving home. I could just load up my car with extra bags of goodies. Yeah. Wait, did you put your salt on the table at lunch that day or did they, they provide that? They provided that. Yeah. All oh, of the tables I had the salt. That. Yeah. That was not me. I can't take credit for that. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. It was very cool. Yeah. The food was really good. We ate pretty well there. Oh, they had a really cool infrared light oven. I'm like, gonna put it on my registry. It's so expensive. So I won't, but how much um, is it? I didn't ask. I think the show price was like 1200. I'm not sure what it is normally. Well, maybe that's the normal price, but using infrared light can cook food. And essentially it's like an air fryer because you're not heating it up. So you're not losing nutrients. It's actually very fast. The guy behind the table was like, do you want me to make you a gourmet omelet? And in 30 seconds, he had put the eggs in, added some seasonings, popped it in, pulled it out, sliced it, and it was incredible. Wow. They had bacon. That was the draw. They had little strips of bacon. So everyone was walking into that room like zombies. I smell bacon. (laughs) He got me on the bacon. I was there for that. 
Yeah. Okay. So if you're looking for a new home device, I, I can't say it's similar to the air fryer, but I think in the essence of cooking healthier food, something that is really efficient and healthful will retain micronutrients. I got to do a little more research into exactly what the difference is. But um, if you are on the market for something like that, definitely check this out. It's called Brava and we'll put it in the show notes. Awesome. Very cool. Another booth I thought was pretty cool was called Got Mold. Not Got Milk, but Got Mold. So Mm -hmm. I felt like a lot of people were talking about mold this weekend. It was just like everywhere. I think, yeah, I think so many people have an issue with mold that they have no idea. I mean, I don't know. I live in Vegas, but maybe I maybe I want to get my house checked. Anyways, what they've done is they've made it really, really simple. You can buy this little kit. You can buy one room, two room, three room kits. It ranges from like 150 to 250. Pretty cheap. You can set it up in your house and it's like a good, they say it's like a good first step to see if you could have mold in your house. If it comes back positive and they test for, I think like hundreds of different types of mold. If it comes back positive, then they do recommend that you hire like a mold expert to come in and figure out exactly where it's coming from, how to remove it and go from there. But this is just like an easy step one for people to to check out. And as far as mold, I think if you are having any weird health symptoms and you feel like you're checking off all the boxes and you can't figure out what's going on, like any brain fog or skin issues or gut issues, allergies, asthma, and you're like, I can't figure it out. I would really look into the mold world. It's definitely something that's overlooked way too often. Yeah. I have friend practitioners that believe that everyone, like almost, almost everyone has mold. So, and I do see it. I've seen it in CGM data. If you're getting weird spikes overnight, I mean, there's several reasons why you could have mysterious spikes in the evening when you're not eating and should be resting, sleeping. I've had a good handful of clients that have had some kind of mold toxicity exposure and that's spiking their glucose in the middle of the mm. night. But and so it sounds rate. like and right. heart rate, heart rate, Absolutely. respiratory rate, any weird stuff in the middle of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like this company is really structuring the process for you. Cause right now it's like, I mean, there's a lot of different at home mold testing kits, or you could hire someone. And then there's the actual testing to see what you've been exposed to, what you're excreting with. It sounds like they're pulling it all together. Yeah. They're kind of streamlining it and making it easier for people. Cause yeah, I think before I was like, yeah, who do I call to even start the process? Yeah. And now here you go. 150 bucks, order the kit online and step one. And they help you with what to do next. If it comes back positive, they don't just like leave you hanging. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed talking to them at the booth. Okay. Resources will be at the bottom of the page. Yep. Excellent. And what else? I mean, we had all the same fun fitness stuff and that's always fun. It's like, oh, am I going to run around and do exercise today? Am I going to run around and recover? Maybe all of it. (laughs) We always visit the Carol bike booth. Ulrich is just super awesome. And he will be on the podcast at some point, but Carol bike is the AI technology bike where you get 45 to 60 minute cardio workout in 10 to 15 minutes. Pretty amazing. So the AI technology matches your potential. Their new software reads HRV. So it's actually going to push you based on your HRV. So especially for females cycling that time of the month when you shouldn't be pushing yourself, it's going to give you some guidance there, but they changed their bike. So now there are not heart rate sensors on the bike. They have their proprietary chest strap that's going to read that information and it integrates with their software, which is really awesome. And speaking of AI, we also saw our friends at ARX, did some killer workouts with them. 
Oh yeah. Couldn't move my arms for two days. Love that. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm still sore. Still sore. Yeah. yeah. Um, trying to think of any other workout stuff. We got on a vibe plate, which is pretty cool though. You know, the guy was talking to us like we'd never even heard of vibration. I'm like, skip to it, man. <laughs> Fast forward. Fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> also brain tap. They had an amazing big booth, man. Those chairs they had at least like, I feel like 15 chairs of people doing brain tap, like at all times, they were just always busy, which is great to see. Cause you all know how much I love the brain tap. Yes. And if you haven't seen, we recorded an audio track for the headset. They released actually on the first day of the conference, they did a big release of their new biohacking bundle. They had 10, 10 different people so I think we were the only duo. So 10 plus the two of us released audio tracks. So we actually recorded some sound bites from our ebook, our circadian rhythm jet lag book. And Dr. Porter weaved it into a meditation track. So it's a dual voice. So similar to the binaural beats where you have different beats in each ear, you have each of our voices weaving in and out. Yeah, check it out. We're super excited to be on there with Dave Asprey, with our good friend Kristen Weitzel. Um, who else is on there? Oh, Pavel. Pavel's on there. Yeah, some other cool people. Yeah. So if you have a brain tap, check it out. If you don't have a brain tap, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, it's time to get one. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, always love what brain tap is doing. And uh, you know, I was away for three and a half weeks, and that was the one biohack that I had with me. That thing goes everywhere with me. And honestly, I need to call brain tap and get some business cards from them because. Without fail, every time I do it on the airplane, the person next to me afterwards taps me on the shoulder and says, can I ask you what that is? <laughs> it's a good conversation starter for sure. Yeah, it is. And I'm like, like, braintap.com. I'm like, are they going to remember that? I don't know. I need a card. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Business cards. All right. Yeah. Braintap, we'll be calling. All right. Yeah. I mean, we got to see a lot of awesome people and friends and booths and so much fun. Okay, I already can't wait for the next one in June 2023 in Orlando. So mark your calendars now. Would love to see you all there. Come. It's fun. so much fun. I have to say it, it definitely stimulates some FOMO, but I think, you know, I'm really trying to settle into this. Like if you just believe like you're going to end up exactly where you need to be, you're going to be in conversation with the people you need to be. You're going to try the things that you need to. And again, it's just an amazing place to connect and create tribe and community if you do not have it at home. But I think just to recap, like some of the biggest takeaways were sun exposure, setting your circadian rhythm, being really consistent with your practices, you know, not trying to get pulled into different hacks and solutions, like know yourself, know what works, know your sleep schedule and do the things that you can consistently integrate into your life. Yeah, absolutely. I think consistency was like the highlight of the weekend. So pick your favorite thing and make it happen. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. If you have any follow-up questions about anything we talked about, and we will be sure to follow up with our recaps from the replays when those come out. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. 
This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.